Biblical So Scrooty Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Maine, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, the Saints of the Boondocks. Nice. Boondock Saints, but oh, but the Saints of the Boondocks. I gotta rhyme stocks with docks or something. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much. I was trying to ask you without saying anything in the microphones. Have you heard this? Yes. Oh, okay. oh yeah. This is a uh, new sense three fail. times I think. Uh, Lush Rimba Lim, Rimba. That's a banger, Lim- man. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, good song. Fush, fuck Rush Limbaugh. He's a piece of shit. I'm glad he's dead. I mean, a lot of the comments on his page for writing this song were so horrible to, to Buddy. To him about to writing but, it. About, yeah, they were like. They're, they were awful and kind of like abusive almost. Well, that's Lush's uh, crowd. Yeah, for sure. That's and what he, he said, spawned. He said, you know, like I expected to get a lot of shit for this, like myself, but not my three year old daughter. <laughs> wow. They went after I wonder him. how long they were, they were waiting to release this because they definitely they released it when he died. Yeah. I think it was the whole point. The interesting thing is, is he had been thinking about this like before, like before he died, which shows that it wasn't just like a spur of the moment. Like he's dead now. He wrote it because of that. Well, he had terminal cancer, so it was coming. But he he wrote it because that guy fucking treated everybody like crap. Dude, he used to have like a time on his show where he would like laugh and make fun of uh, gay people dying of AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. Fuck that guy, dude. He's an asshole. So. Shout out to Buddy. We we love you, Buddy, and we're we're trying to get you on the podcast. Yes, we're, we're, we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, and if you guys know Buddy, <laughs> let let him know that we uh, we love him. Um, mini so today. So what are we doing? We're uh, we're interviewing or not interviewing? Sorry, we're interviewing I'm getting, ourselves. I'm getting texts from people while I'm trying to do their <laughs> show. And it's it's um, distracting. All right, got two albums. To scrutinize the new Foo Fighters album and a new band that I discovered called Dragged Under, um, and then we're gonna play a fun movie game where uh, we play clips. Look at that timing! Boom, perfect. <sighs> What's up, bud? What do you much? To? School? Well, yeah, school. school. Um, baby, school. Baby, school. Baby, baby stuff. Baby, school. School baby. I could just and, speak and in wife like in those are the only words I could use forever. <laughs> school baby, baby, school. Um, yeah, just kind of hanging in, hanging out, um, trying to um, stay as busy as possible for these last two months because that without the baby, because it's going to be very, very busy once the baby comes. So I've heard that like once, like especially a newborn, it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a lot of crying and stuff. But once they start realizing the world, then it's a little tougher. You got to pay more attention to it. But early on, I hear it's just like feed it and put it to sleep. It's that's all you got to do. Clean its poop and everything, you know? Oh well, yeah, I guess that part. But yeah, so we're just prepping. We got the floor done in the nursery. Nursery look, <clears throat> it's coming together. I checked it out. Built, um, I built the crib. No, you didn't. All by myself. I, I'm pretty sure your pregnant wife got got down and <laughs> built it herself because you can't know. She's kind good. of a badass. I like, that. I, I like that crib. It looks cool. Yeah, it's very minimal. But um, that and just... um kind of kind of trying to like step away from the work every now and then and play games and stuff so i've been playing a lot more video games just because i'm like okay <laughs> drop you gotta stop work and go do something so so you play video games instead mm-hmm. of maybe writing or i should be writing read or doing something for the podcast sending emails out oh, i see how it goes okay. i should 100 percent be writing and stuff like that yes you That's should a great idea i'm pushing you Although I do like video games. <clears throat> nice. Anything else? No, not much. Uh, that's about it. I didn't really. I had some film jobs this week, but they were pretty boring. 
um, nothing too glamorous. Um, one of them was kind of was kind of cool. It was, it was pretty tough in the morning. I had to be basically on top of the mount or hill mountain that overlooks Dodger Stadium. Oh yeah, I don't know what it's called. Um, at like five thirty in the morning. Jeez. And but at the sunset though, huh? Sunrise, or sunrise. Yeah. Sorry, not sunset. Um, sunrise. Yeah, it was it was worth it once we got up there. But I had this big truck and the directions that I was given. Well, I wasn't really given directions. I was giving I was given uh, coordinates like longitude and latitude. Like that's that's how they said like, hey, go to this spot. <laughs> so I plugged I plugged it into Apple and it's like a it's like a game or something. Yeah, like and it sent place. me the back way, which I didn't know, which was down these little streets with this big fucking truck. And I got it. Even thinking about it right now, it's like stressing me out. I fucking hate it. Um, although I'm a good driver and that's yeah. why I have to keep reminding myself, like, just keep doing what you you're doing. This. You're a good driver, but it was a real, and then I get all the way down to where I think it is and the gates closed. Uh-huh. So now I got to U-turn in this like little street and find a spot. And I did it and then go all the way back, go do exactly what I just did. And, and then, and then a lot of people don't know who don't live in California, the 110 parts, parts of it. You um you can't drive with a truck on like a big truck. It's it, for one for traffic reasons and two there's it's really low. There's low. Um, oh, like so, over a pass. Yeah, things. and there's just really it's really tight. There are parts that you can drive on, but I just stay clear. I don't want, I don't know what parts are and yeah, are. you don't want I anything just, to happen. Yeah, I just stick off the one ten. I don't even get on it. And but that was like the only freeway. All the directions I kept give, were given to me from Waze. Google go on the I was trying all of them like 110 110 I was like no I can't go on and then I would and then it would set, give me one that wasn't it was taking me longer and I would start doing that and it would automatically start sending me back to the 110 I would like oh what the fuck no I yeah. don't want to get on the 110 <laughs> and finally I made it and it was I was only like five minutes late I thought I was gonna be way worse but it was everyone was late because it was a yeah. weird spot to get to but once we got up there it was a cool fucking view man we're looking over Dodger Stadium into the into downtown and and yeah the sunrise was just unbelievable and then we packed up and uh, this was a Samsung commercial it was, this one was kind of fun it was just a lot of work um, we were bouncing around um, near always sunny near Patty's Pub oh over there down by Fourth Street just around and then uh, last few days I was just doing pickups and returns for this they're shooting today right now it's a Walmart show or something i don't know it's a lot of money getting show yeah but it's like for the internet it's they were shooting sideways for like phone the oh okay horizontal which i fucking all this money just thrown out for turning a camera to its side i don't like that but as long as my paycheck doesn't bounce i don't fucking care for sure but it's it's been all right um we uh let's get into our unofficial sponsors too uh coffee code as always We're drinking, I forget what it's called. It's got a weird long name, but it's the Ethiopian. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, I like the uh, Ethiopian. Mm -hmm. Got that earthy, like, kind of. um, Sweet, though. Yeah, sweet. Earthy, but sweet, which is always nice. I like like Ethiopian blends. Usually they're one of my favorite. Because dark, too. I I got a song. What's our next unofficial sponsor? SOS Clothing. No, let's go do the other one. Not SOS Clothing. We'll do that next. Rewind. Um, if I rewound it, it would be SOS as well. Like it. <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> Slick Gorilla. Um, so I got my hair cut this week. Rival Sons Black Coffee. Oh, yes. nice. I got a. Uh, I got my hair cut this week. Finally. Oh yeah, he's he's an unofficial sponsor too. Why not? Yeah, Sergio and then last name is it Vasquez? I forget. Let me let's get his. I'll get his Instagram. Yes, tag. that'd be wonderful. Um, but I went, he was awesome. He's really, really good. Um, he knew it was basically one of those things where you go to get a haircut and they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I trust you as the artist, like look at my face and everything. He really worked around it and he knew what he was doing. It was awesome. I'm very happy with him. And then he did my straight shave and it feels great. Nice. It looks clean, but yeah, I don't like barbers doing my beard. I love it. I, I love probably it. should one of these days, but I just I and then I keep it. I upkeep it with my own like straight razor and stuff. So yeah. that's. It. But I. But he ended up introducing me to this product called Slick Gorilla. I guess they're UK from the UK, 
Um, but it's it's a hair styling powder. Usually, like, I used to use clay a lot because, like, hair clay is, like, more matte. It's got, like, that's a matte that, finish. That's different than, like, pomade? It, it's a little bit different. It's, like... Thicker or... It's... It, it's it's li- liquid liquid I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of more like um, clay. It's like putty almost. Yeah, but it it doesn't have a shiny effect. I don't like shiny. Um, so I I was like I don't you know I don't like shiny. He's like oh I have this stuff. You don't have to get it like at all. But it is cool because it's really simple to use. So it's this powder that essentially you you push your hair forward down. You, Spray, sprinkle some powder on top of your head mm-hmm. you push it back up and then you put a little powder on like the outside and you just run your fingers through it and it like stays up for the most part um my hair's a little bit long so i need to um i think the next time what i'm gonna do is get get a little got a few you know, flyaways yeah and that's the thing with like a dry product like that maybe just a you, hit of like yeah uh uh hairspray yeah just to tame it tiny bit but um I do enjoy it. I like it a lot. It's easy to use, um, and it gives it a natural look. I, I don't I like, like, that. like That's what I go for, too. Yeah. It's, and it's it's awesome. So Slick Gorilla, I don't know if it's, like, really sold in, like, main, like, you know, stores or whatever. It. I like the name, though. I like yeah, the logo, too. It's super cool. Well, gorilla with a pompadour. Yeah. But, and it reminds uh, me of um, what we'll be talking about later is UFC with, what's his name? Um, he has like the tattoo on his arm. Um, Bisbing? No. Uh, oh. uh, why am I forgetting his name? He's our guy. He's our. F- oh, Bert Drush? No, our oh. guy. Our oh, Derek Lewis. Uh, Derek Lewis. Oh. Yeah, he has like a. He has like basically that on his arm. Oh, with, does like, he? A, yeah, oh. with like a crown on it. Well, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to sound racist, but it's hard to see tattoos on black guys. Sorry, I don't. I know they. You could. It's you, also you see hard it, to see. It's, it's also hard to see. I feel you, bad for him. As white guys, we got we're like canvas. You know, yeah. Canvas. It's easy to. But do UFC, you like in UFC, it's kind of hard to see anything yeah. with that in terms of tattoos blood. so um but yeah it's it, gr- it was great uh sergio great great I'm gonna, dude. Uh, yeah if you want to check out sergio on instagram his tag is kid the barber with two d's k-i-d-d the barber um yeah i found i found him like i kind of want to say like five six years ago at another barber shop yeah he said he's been yeah he was like been, the most popular one there and and I, I was like, well, there must be a reason. So I kept going to him. And, awesome. And eventually he moved out with his other buddy and they had a place together at the same place. It was just a little like a bigger room where they shared it. And now they have separate rooms, which I think is better because for COVID stuff. Yeah. That's great. And he's yeah, COVID certified, yeah. too. Which and it's, is awesome. yeah, it's not a barber shop. It's like this elaborate. No offense, Sergio. Elaborate closet. Like it's a big yeah. it's a big small room but and he makes it nice he's got nice floors he's got tv in there and it's 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 a cool little spot yeah so. it is i was right sergio vasquez he's he's awesome man awesome. he's i just go i just call him sergio i want to get him on one day i got sergio Super cool one to my friends sorry bud and but, he yeah, um he yeah he's really good he's very knowledgeable about like how like hair and how you know how your face works with your hair so it was, it was good go check them out yes do um it. now let's talk about sos yeah we're both rocking our sos gear today um my friend ian hoey owns the uh company i think they're based out of boise idaho i think that's where he lives now i love he's it around he's a little entrepreneur that little ian hoey not he's not tiny he's actually kind of tall um but he's a good dude check out their stuff um I think they have even more stuff coming out now. Like they're just pumping stuff out. And they're doing. A, I think they're doing a podcast now. So I really we'll want to get them on. Yeah, I really want to. We really want to get some more stuff. Yeah, I want some free shit. Yeah, I already <laughs> bought some stuff. Now I just stickers. Even give me some stickers. I don't care. Uh, just promote you. Um, cool. Uh, what else? UFC. Let's, we talked about. We just mentioned Derek Lewis. Let's get into it. Um, the Black Beast, dude. Oh, God. Vegas 19, I believe. Um, look at the timing on that. What's want to play some music? It's your turn. You got your computer running. Sure. Um, I didn't catch all of the fights. I was busy doing like laundry, and but I was I checked out most of it. Um, let me bring up the uh, card right here. Um, here it is. Um, so the the prelims were good. There, I liked the uh, the Wyland. Castaneda fight the guy that looked like did you see that one it was on the prelims 
the guy the the guy that lost Wyland, he he looked like an old timey boxer. He had a big mustache and was like, and he got rocked. He got fucking switch not, over some genre here. Um, My regrets look just like Texas Perfect, of course. Um, <laughs> I missed the next couple. The Gordon Chavez fight was really good. Gordon fucked Chavez up. That uh, I don't know his first name, but Gordon. Um, he's a featherweight dude. This guy is the real deal. He's he's no joke. And then um, did you did you see the uh, you, art? What? Oh, we're talking about prelims, right? That was a pre- that was the last prelim. Now I'm getting to the main card. Um, Arlovsky versus Aspinel. Aspinel. I saw all of them. I just can't remember their faces. Oh yeah, the yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Orlov. submitted fight, him, right? Orlovsky's been fighting. His first fight was in 2000. That's how yeah. long this guy's been fighting. Um, I was rooting for him. I was root for the veterans that have been there for that long, but he got. It was kind of cool. That was the submission, right? Yeah, and he, he dude, and he it was just it. like, boom, yeah, done. And as soon as he let go, he yelled, "Rear out, naked Whoa. choke!" Right? I think so. Yeah, it was a rear naked yeah. choke. It was quick. Um, so yeah, that that Aspinall guy is uh I don't like him. I don't like his attitude, but he's no joke. Yeah. He's, he's really good. He's awesome. Um, and then Haas versus Amanoff. Haas? It's Hayes? Or no, Haas. Is it H-A-W-E-S? Haas? Haas, yeah. He's this new guy that's supposed to have all his buzz around him. He's, he's gotten some really nice... The last few fights have been pretty... We watched him. We saw one of his fights. I remember mm-hmm. it. Um, he got real tired real quick and he almost he won I went I think it was the first uh they went to the judges on that that was the first fight they went to the judges on was that the let me see their faces again yeah yeah that was Haas won right yeah barely which yeah. I was like I, I I didn't feel like that was he dominated the fight but with all the buzz behind him, he was supposed to like knock this guy out in like, the first round. Yeah, and then um, he had a little a- bit of trouble. Am- Aminoff, um he almost to like the last minute almost knocked him out. Yeah. Knocked, that was the only way he was gonna win if he knocked him out. But uh, yeah, both those guys are pretty. There was stellar. a big upset in this card, if I remember. The is it the next well, one? I wonder. Derek Lewis was an upset. Well, yeah, but there was another big upset. Um, it might have been the Rosa Minor or Minner. The one before. Uh, Olenek. You sure? Yeah, Olenek, the big guy, right? Yeah. yeah I Dude, Dacos? guy got knocked out. That was a good one. Yeah. I was, I, I was, Olenek's no joke. That guy's, he's been around, that guy's he's big. He's been a while. He's a, kind of a veteran, too. He's a little bit older, and, like, his age kind of shows a little, like, in the ring, because he was, like, yeah. he, he, he wasn't like moving Arlovsky. as fast. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, then that Rosa Minner fight. Oh, the little Minner guy, dude. He's a little fucker, man. He he's no he's no joke again. We're saying that a lot, but yeah, he um he's scrappy. That's the word I'm trying yeah. to find. He's scrappy. Um, and Rosa, he was tough, man. He he just couldn't figure it out. He couldn't. Minner was just pinning him. Oh, yeah, hard right there, pinning him the whole time and. And uh, Rosa just couldn't figure it out. And, yeah. Did they, was that a knockout? I don't remember that I one. Think it, I think it went to the judges. I don't think it went to the judges, but it was pretty clear that Minner won. And then we had the uh, the ladies. Vera, oh, that Vera, was a good fight, too. Kontanas. I, I don't know. I thought she was going to. I thought Kontanas. What, what's her? Let me let me see it. I can pronounce it. Uh, Kunitskaya. Kunitskaya. She, um, dude, I thought was she, she was going to. Undergirl dog? Yeah, she was the underdog. Yeah. I, I, I thought she was going to knock that girl out backwards. Mm. She was going boom, yeah. boom. And I saw the girl's like face started to kind of like fade a little. The beginning, I thought. But, holy crap. The, I'm just gonna say the blonde lady. Uh, how do you say her name? Kun- Kunitskaya. Whatever. Um, at first, it was like, why is it? It doesn't look like she belongs in this fight. She, you can tell, especially with like the ladies that if they're early on in the career, they don't have. Yeah. Especially like when you when you see someone hold a baseball bat, you can tell right away. I'm oh, sorry. Tell right away like if they've ever yeah. held a baseball. Oh yeah, bat for sure. Or thrown a baseball. It looks like it looked yeah. like she hadn't had a but. Man, it dude, was and then Vieta is a great fighter. She, her grappling was amazing. Yeah. Just watching her like grip her, she she had her grip the entire first like minute <laughs> of know? that fight. I was like, oh, she's gonna win just by the yeah. way that 
she carried herself, yeah. And then I was like, whoa, shit, no, she is not gonna win this fight. And she had her up against the fence a lot, yeah. like, I, but but there was a point where you could see that Vieto was getting tired. She was getting gassed yeah. because she had the because the other now like bantamweight for <clears throat> ladies is that like the heavyweight for them? I think that's like it's the cool. big, yeah. I think, I think it's like big. Yeah, either I heard the announcers kind of mention something like that. Cause, yeah, because it was it's a lot. They had well, the thing is, is the other the other Kunitskaya is like a very very she's buff, she's yeah. heavy, like she holds herself very heavily on the ground. Mm. So like whenever um, Vieta was trying to take her down, it was really difficult for her. She could like that that stock stock stone like stance didn't let her get pulled down you know but yeah. she did take her down a couple times and i was like was holy good one. crap was yeah a good fight but then uh the best Derek lewis versus Bla uh, blades yeah that's a good name man and blades i, I was going in worried for Derek yeah, lewis me too <laughs> especially because i know how big Derek lewis is like standing next to like joe rogan and then when they finally got in the ring together i was like holy shit blades, blades is, is huge blades might be bigger than uh than Derek Lewis, and then I was at that moment. I was like, "Fuck, this might turn for Derek. This might be the." Die. But did you see how calm he was the That's whole time? I liked. What, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it was uh, Bisbing or the other guy mentioned that he likes to play possum. And yeah, he does. He likes to almost play hurt and like he's he gassed. Like, and and then the guy creeps in, and he just brings it. Oh in. my god! And and I was, people were a little scared of of what happened to Blades like from uh, that. Do you, could you ever see Derek Lewis getting knocked out? Has he gotten knocked I, out? No, he he won't. He that guy just Someone he like won't anyone get knocked going out. against him has to know that the game plan is don't get knocked out by Derek submit Lewis him and submit well if you can or just try to go the distance and get get the judges points. Yeah. That's the only way I think you could beat Derek Lewis. He's just he's he's a force. <laughs> if like he doesn't he's a, hit you. He's a brick, just man. Just once, man. He just needs one fucking hit. And he proved it in yeah. the second round in like a minute and something. And was the game plan. He said he got interviewed and he was like I was just waiting for I knew he was going to go low. He wanted to grapple and I was just waiting. Just waiting I have to admit I, I wanted to hear some of the Derek Lewis antics, but there wasn't much antics. He was cursing. He was. And they were bleeping him out. He he, um, I do like that he did the suck it thing in the ring. Did you see him? It's okay. Thank <laughs> it's you for bringing that up. A joke. I know, but then also, Blaze was like passed out. He's like, like suck it. It was getting scary. Like, once, yeah, one, the moment he started to suck it, it was a long enough time to go, oh. This might be a scary moment for Blade. And like. I think he he didn't notice it at first, I don't think. Yeah. Derek Lewis, he was in the That's moment. Little, I, and then he looked at him after he did the suck it thing, and he's like, I Whoa. love Derek Lewis, but I didn't like that. Derek, sorry, bud. I thought it was funny. It's funny, but... If if it, it would have been better if if Blades was a little I mean they all talk trash but if the guy yeah, was Blades really was really cool if he was though. really talking yeah. trash like before the game or before the game before the match um, then like yeah I got gotcha, Blade seems like Blade seems but, like a really chill dude he knew what he was going into yeah, too not, he wasn't talking like there's. He had respect for Derek. Yeah. For sure. He in, in I think anybody that goes in the ring should have respect for that. In one of his interviews, he was like, I know what power that guy has and I have to watch it, you know? And that uppercut, dude, he was out on his feet. What sucks is you a lot of the clips you can't really see the hit. Yeah. It's like they're both crunched over and it's underneath underneath but then it's long enough where uh blades just timber yeah like, he was stiff he and, was out on his feet and then you know it's scary to and you think oh what how could you know he's knocked out why why is Derek lewis going back for two more hits but you don't know if he's gonna get back up you are yeah you are not a fighter you do not know the, the adrenaline the moment how quick it is and you are just waiting you don't know you're waiting for the referee that's his job to pull you yeah off. it's not your your job Her to be being your job is literally try to kill that guy. And Herb like Dean jumps jumped in yeah. like but it was so those quick. two it was hits so quick though. That it was enough, yeah. And a lot I had a I was texting a few people and a couple of people are like that could affect Blade's oh. career for sure. Just the They like, just switched spots in the top ten. Yeah. I think Derek Lewis is number two now. If if who's he gonna fight if who's at the top right now? Stipe? I th he said he wants Stipe. Oh, Stipe. He wanted to say he, he he mentioned he wanted to fight Stipe. One thing about Bisbee, I like the guy. He like I love his accent, but he kept asking the fighters after like, 
really drilling, drilling down. Like, who do you want to fight next? Who do you want to fight next? Give me th like, and they, they would get like three guys. He's like, all right, you gave me three guys. Now give me one guy. It's like, Bisping, chill the fuck out. And it's never, it's never they, their choice anyway. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, it's Dana and, and whoever, I'm sure it's not just Dana, but you know what I mean? It's like, is that, yeah, yeah, they, like, they can't do that. Ask them something else. Like, what preparation did you, what, you know, exercise did you really, like, something? And then, did you see the after interview with Derek Lewis and um, a woman, I don't know what her name was, but no. she was interviewing Derek Lewis and she was, she was talking to him and he was kind of like, you know, just like, yeah, I had a game plan and stuff. And then she's like, you came into this one with a heavy heart, like, right? And she's like, you want to talk about that? He's like, no, I'll save it for Oprah. Because he was just <laughs> like, I I'm not going to talk about that. I know what you're doing right now. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to talk about my personal life right That's now. That's her job too, though. Yeah, he was, he, but he was quick to shut it down. And then he was like, but this is how I prepped. That guy is so comfortable. Yeah. It's just, even when he was walking out. It's just such a good fighter. And he actually said day, during day that the office during that interview, he said, like, this isn't ever what I really wanted to do. Like 10 years ago, I started fighting and he's like, it was just something I did to like try to pay the bills because I knew I was like a I fought, you know, yeah. um, and he ended up, dude, he's like, it's so surprising that I'm here. I still don't believe it. I still don't. He's going to go up for yeah, the belt soon. And he I mean, he's tied now for most uh, knockouts. knockouts. Yeah, in history. It's crazy, man. He's gonna, and he'll get more, he'll beat too. It. Yeah. He's, yeah. No I mean, problem. Even if, even if you, you know, knock on wood, he loses the next fight. He's still, he's pretty young. Yeah. For who he is. I say he has less than 10, but at least five more fights. Yeah, for sure. Somewhere in between there, I think. If he stays healthy. And he's gotten so he's much. Gotten, he his, looks like he's in great training, shape, yeah. Every time he gets, he looks like he's lasting longer. His mm -hmm. cardio is because he got to do in the five rounds. He's he's he does five rounds now. Like that's where he is. Like something else I might add is that um, Blades trains in elevation, mm. and like he he goes up to Colorado, like Denver. Yeah. He goes up and trains like you know Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, cardio did that, is right? not Hayes's problem. Yeah, he's it, just he. But you get you can't give him. You, you give Derek. A little hole. Yeah, you're screwed. He, he punches a hole through it. And and Derek Lewis, like, he doesn't expend a lot of cardio. Like, he walks around the ring. Oh, yeah. Like a truck. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know, one of the refs, too, was really pissing me off. Like, telling the guys, like, let's get going. Let's get going. Like, you know, let's they move. chill it's, out. It's his game. It's a chess yeah. game. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I know it's not entertaining them, but they're... If they're just standing there, they're not just standing there. Yeah, they're getting their their breath in. But yeah. at the same time, they're thinking, okay, he, what do I my, do next? My yeah. leg's gonna go there. His leg. Well, if I do, that. yeah, it's like because Blades Blades was doing it too. Like he would yeah. jump in, kind of back up. That's the difference between like I think that what needs to be the difference between like Pride and the other ones versus UFC. Like UFC, let them fight. Just, yeah. It's, well, it, it, but let them do their thing. Like the other ones are like, we want to see blood. And, yeah. And gore, and it's like, no, I want to see a chess game of yeah. two intelligent fighters. One that's grap, one that specializes in grappling, and one that specializes Strike. in karate. Yeah, for you sure, know, that's what makes UFC so great. Is like we've always wondered, what are these two warriors got into a fight? Who would win? And now that's what this is. Well, and then like, who are you to say like, move in, let's go? It's like, dude, they're tanks. I they get, were getting. I, I get the uh, you know, yeah. don't hang on the fence and those yeah, little things. Yeah, for sure. And, the, and you're there for safety. I'm not saying there's no point of them, but. Let them do their thing. Herb Dean, I loved it. He wasn't really. He, he, he mentioned off. the fingers. Yeah. He, I like that because yeah, he pokes. That's you know, it's so so lame to end a fight on a finger poke to the eye with such big yeah. monsters. So I get that, and he just he let those guys just go at just go, it, man. beat the crap the out of each other. Five rounds. It was basically like watching Godzilla fight another monster. Like it really was. All right, enough UFC fight, but yeah, that was a. I was looking forward to that. I'm so happy that Derek Lewis won. Um, yeah. Another big shout out. We're also big fans of NASA over here. Yeah, We're big hell nerds. yeah, dude. We landed on Mars again. I know it's and awesome. no big deal. It was like with like a drone helicopter, which was fucking awesome. That's so rad. Um, it's getting better and better every time, right? Yeah, and I really hope in our lifetime we see a human land on land Mars. on Mars. Yeah, Elon, fucking get to it, bud. Yeah, I know he keeps talking about it. Stop like, being, fucking, stop fucking being crazy and go fucking land a thing on Mars. <laughs> Uh, let's get in some music. Do you want to? Uh, let's do Foo Fighters first. Yes. You want to play? Let me it? Yeah, let me play it. And you talk about it first, because 
Okay. I don't um, want to be too negative on this album. <laughs> I don't either. That's kind of the position I'm taking it from, too. Um, These guys are legends. Medicine at Midnight. It came out, like, a few months back, right? Yeah. But, yeah, we're looking at it. Um, Greg Kirsten, he's done Adele. He did Hello. He did, like, Pink, Beck, Paul McCartney. And I can actually, now that I think about it, Beck makes sense on this record. There's a lot of, like, little percussion, extra percussion cowbells and all kinds of shit. Kind of cakey, sort of, in, yeah, in a way. Yeah, I can hear that. Um, but Definitely more... I'll say, like, major-sounding chords than minor-sounding chords Liz, in the whole album. Yeah, Liz and I sat up in bed this morning listening to this record, just kind of, like, lying down listening to it, and we both were like, this is dad rock, for <laughs> sure. It's dad rock. Yeah, it's, and it's the millennials' dad rock. Yeah, absolutely, and... I am not Perfect. going to shit on their like art, their artistic ability and their in Dave Grohl's guitar playing. Like he's incredible. Um, their musicianship. They are. Yeah, they're fantastic. I will question their artistic. Uh, Maybe their writing. The way that they play their instruments, I will never question. They're geniuses. amazing. Yeah, yeah everything, and they could probably. I'll put their instruments down and rotate one over and pick them all up again and still be a better rock band than most, you know, like, yeah. Um, so I'm not questioning that, but I and will question some of the writing. It has zero listenability to me. Like I don't, after I was wasn't like one song in this that I'm going, like I have to go back. And I remember it. I was like, where's the single? Where's the like, I, I, I know that I know there's a single. I dig. What's it called? It's no, it's um, shame, shame, it, yeah, shame, shame. And I was like, th- even that song isn't very like catchy, it's not like Incubus, yeah. It just there were a couple songs that caught my attention. I'm not saying in a good way, like <laughs> if you say to a band, like, oh, that sounds like Incubus, it might be a compliment. I'm not saying that I compliment to the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters shouldn't sound like Incubus, you know no, what I'm saying? yeah, sorry, because they have their own their own like kind of style and stuff kinda but I'll say this about the latter few years of the Foo Fighters career like they've been writing music for themselves you can tell like this is not this record and like concrete and gold or whatever it's it's they got into a studio together and they jammed I, I agree and disagree just cause yes I yeah yeah they, they can do whatever they want yeah. cause they're the Foo Fighters and any record label will give them whatever yeah. amount of money to put on an album. <coughs> Excuse me. But I do believe like this na 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 shit, uh, they wrote for commercials yeah. to be on TV. Like there are moments in these songs like, oh, you guys wrote to get that mailbox. Yeah, money. for sure. It's not I don't know. It just I it's it's disappointing to hear a record that's game, of that's nine. Your, that's where you make a lot of your money is yeah. Uh, licensing and stuff like that. Nine songs. Publishing. Nine songs. 36 minutes. That's super short. Yeah, and nothing. There was no, like, peak. Couldn't do, could do one more, making it even 10. I know. It's weird. But I, there was a song that interested me. I'll, t- I'll try to find it real quick. But it was kind of, like, 80s sounding, and I kind of liked it. Um, wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. Is it Medicine at Midnight? It's Medicine at Midnight. I actually like the idea of this song. Really cool. I was waiting for Haley uh, Williams to pop up on yeah. the song. It sounds like a Paramore song. Yeah. it's it. Th- this one I vibed with. I liked it. it was, it's different. They've never... They don't, like, tread these waters. You know, they're usually butt rock, dad rock kind, and kind of stuff. Going off the musicianship, like, I can't question that. The production on this is great like everything yeah. sounds killer the guitars sound it's you it's not it's very cake you can you can pick out all the instruments if you really it's not all mushed together and compressed yeah but you know these guys are supposed to be like the pinnacle of like rock right now Sorry. yeah like that's where i mean the dude the dude broke his leg and went around the country on a throne like yeah. as a king like then fucking prove yourself I don't think they push themselves hard more or enough on this record. No. I think that this producer 
Greg Kirsten, yes. And I'm not questioning his resume at all, but I think he was in there just saying yes to everything. Yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. Moving on. Yes, like not saying, hey, no, that sounds bad. Hey, no. I think a good producer says no to a band sometimes. Like, you need to have that person outside of your writing abilities yeah. that is almost in the footstep of uh, shoes of your fans and the potential listeners of this. Yeah. Like, what are they going to experience and feel listening to this? And it's just, there's just a lot of spots and a lot of these songs where it's just like wasted space time. Yeah. Like, you guys have three fucking guitar players. Why aren't there more guitar solos in this album? What the fuck? Sorry. Yeah. And just a lot of the just, just wasted stuff. I mean, I like some of the core. There are stuff I do like. Like they took some, art, the like core progressions and stuff were really clever. But this album's all over the place. Like you it said, is. there's an album like an '80s. Is this the '80s song? Yeah. yeah. Still. And then there's like the Na 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 song, and then there's a couple rock songs. I don't know. I, I will say this preface this by saying I have never listened this is the first time I've listened to a Foo Fighters song from beginning to end a record yeah I've never I've been not a fan I like them when they're on K-Rock fucking turn it up give me Monkey Wrench all day yeah I love that song um what the hell is this it's just kind of dull I look at the guitar is like Solo, they're better than that for sure. That's my that's my biggest complaint. They're better than this. You are so much better than this. This is not the like. However, there is a fun, a crazy story behind the record. Okay, I found out. Um, so the record was recorded in a large old house in Encino that was built in the 1940s. And the following, uh, Dave Grohl, re- they recorded the band, or they recorded the record, and then the following month, Grohl described the band as being right in the middle of the recording process, and that the album was sounding fucking weird. Um, so, recording sessions proceeded quickly, something that Grohl attributed to two things, that the material was progressing quickly, and that they are recording in an environment where strange things kept happening. So, this is Dave Grohl's, like, description. I knew the vibes were definitely off, but the sound was fucking on. We would come back to the studio the next day and all the guitars would be detuned. Or the setting we'd put on the mixing board, all of them had gone back to zero. We would open up a Pro Tools session and tracks would be missing. There were some tracks that were put out there that we didn't put up there, put on there. But just like weird open mic noises. Nobody playing an instrument or anything like that. Just an open mic recording in a room. Grohl noted that they captured unexplainable footage on video, but due to a non-disclosure agreement with the house's owner, who is attempting to sell the property, the footage can't be shown. Contrary to Concrete and Gold sessions, um, the sessions were wrapped up as quickly as possible. So, like, weird sound shit going on. Alright, I have a question. (sighs) Not saying it's a ghost, but... Is it a ghost? It's a fun little, <laughs> little story with the album. Um, everyone's seen Sound City. If you haven't seen the oh, documentary yeah. of Sound City, go watch Sound City. Um, this dude owns one of the most famous mixing boards of all time yeah, in his he... own personal studio. Why did they have to go rent a, a house in Sino to record this album? Because, I don't know, because they could, I guess. Do it in your studio. Yeah, you have a better. fucking is it like the a basement, yeah. hand built Neves board. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like you give people, it goes with movies and music. You give people way too much money and time. It's not a good thing. You yeah. think, oh, it's oh, I got comfortable. I got plenty of money. I don't have to worry about it. And time, there's plenty of time. No, you need to be under pressure to put yeah. something amazing out. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it was. I, it I'm was disappointed in this album. It was a disappointment. I do like but this. Not to say it doesn't sound good. It sounds great. It's just disappointing. I like this like soft song. It's cool. It's got like a cool vibe, and it reminds me of like Beach House. Kind of has some Beach House vibes in it at some points. So, pretty cool. What'd you give it? I gave it a 74, which is terrible for a Foo Fighters record. Should be. Yeah. Yeah. Should be in the 80s, 90s. 
I gave it a 54. Yeah, even lower. I don't like this album. Sorry. The Mr. only Roll. reason I didn't is because I did commend their play, like play their musicianship like a lot, but listenability wise, yeah, no. No, I gave complexities really low because I mm. don't. Other than a few really cool chord choices that they yeah. did, this wasn't a hard album. I don't know. Sorry, I just yeah. Even the first single, the shame, shame. I was like, this what is your is first. This? Yeah. Like I wanted like turned up to 11 guitars foo fighters like uh like that so- i got another confession like yeah. give me another one of those man. not another not almost like another uh something from nothing that song is sick the one that sounded like dio do 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 you gotta hear it later we'll play it i can play it i like it i like um i actually like sonic highways a lot i think it's a great record like I said, I, I am being not biased, but I have never listened to a uh, Foo Fighters album. This record in here. So. I like this song a lot. Really good. <laughs> Gets real Sorry. heavy at the end, too. Kind of like hardcore punk rock. This song's really cool. See, I'm already like, oh yeah, this sounds like the Foo Fighters. I'm in. And the the riff is very Dio, Holy Diver. Oh yeah, I know the song. It's really good. It's in the the documentary series. Oh, uh, Sonic Highways. Yeah, that I haven't seen. It's. I do need to see it. It's on HBO. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. All right, let's get into an album that I did like. All right, yeah. Do you want to play that one too? Yeah, I'll pad this down. Or you want to pad it down real quick and then I'll... That was kind of a bad one. Let me see. I got you. Oh, let me pause uh, A little backstory of how I found this band. There is a drummer that I follow on Instagram that I forward videos of to Corey all the time. uh, Tanner Wayne. Uh, Shout out to him. He is the drummer for In Flames. Um, Oops, sorry. I like the song anyways. I yeah, the intro is um, cool. Very hardcore. We have like mutual friends, um, but I'm a big fan. He's a great fucking uh, drummer, and he does these like drum covers of friends' bands, and people suggest stuff, and he posted a, a cover of this song of Dragged Under and saying how like, this, like uh, thanks to so-and-so for turning me on to this band. Can't stop listening to it. And I was like, oh, I, I haven't heard this band. And I turned it on. And I was fucking hooked. Yeah. I mean, this first song is, this is what the Foo Fighter album should have sounded like. Yeah. To a, and they could to a pull, they could pull that off. Super good. Very Rise Against in the beginning. There is a list of so many bands that remind me of this band. Fever, they, Rise Against. Some 41. Um, Offspring. Every Time I Die. Maylene, Sons of Disaster. Under Oath. I mean, since it's fail, I mean, these guys, you can, you can tell that they're fans of all those bands and they just, and know how to write a really catchy chorus. God. And unlike, uh, bearings and like sea, not so much seaway bearings, like the album we reviewed a few months ago. It's a great album, yeah. but it's all over the place. Yeah. I don't know what bearings sound really is. These guys did that too, but you know what their sound is. Yeah. It is all over the place, but it still has this overall sound like yeah. I could pick Drag Under, you know, from listening to it, his vocals and so oh, it's it's just in all, all the way through it moves. It like it, it doesn't stop, it just keeps going. It's very fever. Got these moments like like Southern Rock out of nowhere. Alright, I'm in, let's go. Woo! Yeah. Like Super very good. Maylene, very every time I die. Uh, the used, I saw they actually opened for the used. Oh, that's uh, last awesome. Year. Um, got a little backstory, or some info on them. I couldn't find any info on who did this album. I'm very curious because it yeah. sounds great. It sounds amazing. It, the production on this is spectacular. Um, Almost sounds r- like a Rise Against record, like in production wise, like very yeah. full, like punk, but. Just like hilarious. big punk, yeah. I don't, and they uh, they don't have like a keyboard 
guy. So I don't know how they do a lot of these uh, tracks. I mean, they, yeah. I must, they must play with tracks live. I don't know. Um, but looking through, I found some stuff on them on fandom.com. And I won't get into so much of it because there's a lot here. But basically, this band is in and out of members a lot. Yeah. They've traded members. They've not been around for a while, but in the last two years, they've gone through like a litany of litany. Is that a good word? Yeah, litany of, good. of members. Um, right now, there's five, but there's also three past ones, and they've come in and out. I don't know. So I hope they stick around. I don't know what's going on with all the drama, but uh, I like it. And I guess a lot of the guys are f- members from past other bands. From other, yeah. And that's. That's very common that you get into a band and you try to take, you're like the one guy that takes it seriously. And you're like, fuck this. I want to go find a band that has four other me's in it that takes it. And those are the bands that like survive. Yeah. Really, it's not a hobby. If you want to take it seriously, it makes some money. So it's great. It's a hard choice. It's so good. It's just like I re listened to it like three times, like in the past week. It's been on repeat for me. Yeah. So catchy, and I don't want. I hate doing that sometimes because then I get like burnt out of it. But it's so good. There is a song that I. There's one that sounds very Sum Forty One, and I want to hear that one. I don't know which one it is. Uh, Hold on, let me see. Dragged under. Um. Yeah, it's really good. I'll go through the uh, my scrutiny scale. I didn't like the the album cover. I think it's kind of childish. It's dude, you guys could have done it's this one. Something. This kind of sounds like Silverstein. It does, but it's very the chorus and everything is very something. Reminds me of a little bit of a living end. Well, here, let me show you something real quick. Or uh, all right, remember Billy, that Billy Talent. Remember that riff, okay? Okay. Uh oh. So plagiarism going? Kind of like, sort of. Go back to drag. Back under. I'm gonna go, but keep that on your mind. Just similarity, like the single note. And then, and they're on the, the ride too. Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly. But if you went up like, hey, this sounds like some 41, I'd, I'd hope they go, yeah, we're fans of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a total ripoff. In his voice, I, too. Just yeah. a lower Derek. I hear you. Lower. But I do, I love this song. This is one of my I like favorites. these guys better than some 41. I know it's going to piss off a lot of people because they have some diehard fans, but. That's super some 41. Yeah. So awesome. Very much. I. I got a bad taste from Sun 41 for work, from working on one of their videos yeah. with them. I won't go into specifics. I just I have a bad taste yeah. from that band and their crew more specifically. So. Totally. I love that. It's so cool. I feel like when I feel like he could have gone like Chase. right after that. Yeah. I was saying Chelsea Chase. Oh, Chelsea Chase. Um. Yeah, so uh, what'd you give it? I gave it a 90. I love this fucking I wanted record. to give it higher. I gave it an 86. Yeah. Because, like I said, I didn't like the album. Um, album cover. Sorry. I like the album, not the album cover. Um, what else did I ding it for? Right here, watch. I feel like you... Would have been cool. It. Um... There's moments where it's a little butt rocky, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's such a catchy the, There's riff. moments where it's like this. Here, let me play the. This is kind of a bad example, but um, the second song on the album. Play a second song. Yeah. Okay. It almost has a disturbed like. Wah! Oh, it's sick though. But listen in the background. It's a little butt rocky. Oh, but it's so good. It's just so epic. I want to go. I want to go do MMA. <laughs> I listen to this. 
swinging your hair. Swinging my hair around, yeah. So good. Very kind of bringing the horizon right there, too. Yeah. But yeah, dude, catchy fucking choruses. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, see, this is a little butt rock. Open air chorus. I love it. This is like arena rock chorus right here. 12, uh, 12 tracks, which is good. It's a good, good amount. Oh, let's get to the last one. Play the last track. Do you know what I'm talking about? The holiday one? Yeah, so I didn't know. I just had it playing. It's an original, too. And I, I, did, I was, didn't really hear the, the bells at first. I just got to this part. And I was like, huh, this riff kind of sounds like a Christmas song. Is it just me? And I was like, maybe not. Maybe it's just... And I was like, huh, that sounds that's weird. I, I don't know why they have a Christmas song. And then it's like, oh, this is a Christmas song. Okay. It's badass. And yeah, dude, this song's killer no matter no matter what time of the year yeah and it's so cool that it's it's an original it's not like a like a cover the the, the little riff is a Christmas yeah. song but yeah it's but i feel like they they heard clever. that and they're like i could do a vocal pattern that like goes with that very dear i love their uh their holiday song too so good we're gonna play it on our Christmas uh, episode. Yeah, but yeah, that was a nice little surprise. Like, oh, you know, we don't see that very it's kind often. Kind of the like, gift at the end, if you will. <laughs> how many bands make a Christmas song and put it on their album, no matter what time? I mean, I think this this album was released right before probably it was in 2020. So it's so good. But I mean, I didn't I didn't hear it till I, January. I remember February. I was pl- it, so you know it's a good record when Liz perks up and is like what is this because Liz is very selective and yeah. very like she doesn't think so but she's very musically inclined like she hears something and she's like holy this is this complex and yeah. stuff and she heard this and she was like who is this this is awesome that's good so great so, shout out to I I don't think it's a perfect album um, no I I can't wait for their sophomore follow up yeah and Dragged Under hear, hear me out don't get the lot of don't get a lot of money and do it in a small amount of time. Like put yourself under pressure. Yeah, it's gonna be a better album. And I would love to have you guys on if you're. Yeah, we'll reach out to them. Like, <laughs> um, if, singer, yeah. Yeah. If, speaking of, like, if you guys are in a band and you want to send us some music and we can play it and have you guys on, definitely like reach out. We're. I gotta reach out to. Uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, Nate Hess from Bad in the Oh, yeah. For sure. I want him to come in and and play. And so we have, and the Dare is back on. So we have some friends we want to come on. But if you guys. We could, yeah, we could have him on and play a song and stuff. We'll we'll scrutinize the shit out of it nicely. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, What's next? Oh, our game. game. You can pat it down, pot it down. I think it's pot it down. down. I didn't want to say anything earlier, but. Pad and whatever. You put a pad. Kind of easy with those peas, Robert. You put a pad on to eliminate like uh, the, the the decibels. <coughs> it's stupid. All right. Do you want to go first? Yes, I will. So, a uh, little background. We're gonna. We don't have a name for it. What, do we, what should we call it? Um. Movie quote quiz. Boom. Movie quote quiz. Movie clip like quiz. Movie so quiz. we're gonna play a clip for the other person to hear. And we're gonna we figured out before the episode that we're gonna depends on the clip. That's yeah. that's the fun of it is it's how long the clip is, but play it golf style. So the moment Corey plays this first clip, however long it takes me to get it, even if if I do get if I do get it, yeah. Uh, press pause, pop pause, pause, and if say it's fifteen seconds, and that's my score, fifteen seconds, and the next one could be a minute. So now my score is a minute 15 you know yeah and then we'll go whoever has the least amount of time before they get the quote make sense everybody yes all right let's play i'm excited all right so our first one Corey's gonna go all right let's do it i i i kind of went easy to hard so let's okay. see now they're staring at six men with guns drawn it was a fucking ambush come on buddy this was a fucking bomb dropping on Beaver Cleaverville. For a few seconds, this place was Armageddon. 
Oh, pause. Pause. Well, damn it. I was, you kind of uh, fucked me up because um, before we did the mics, Corey asked me, you're a fan of Wes Anderson, right? You like all the Wes Anderson movies? I was like, yeah. So then I started hearing William Dafoe. I was like, oh, what, what, what Wes Anderson movie is this? Like, cause he's yeah. in all of them. This is not a Wes Anderson movie. So that's why it was taking me so long. It's fucking, um, <laughs> that is a fire fight. Um, oh, is it? Boondock Saints? Yes. Okay. You used the name in the beginning, I, so I was like, Holy. I was trying to think, is, is there a war movie that he says that in it? But I think. So 28, 20, I'll give you 26 because you said stop and so okay. 26 seconds. Is it the amount of points or how does that work? Yeah, it's like 26 points. Now. 26 points. Sure. Okay. I'll leave it there <sighs> so I remember. Kind of overrated movie. I think it's a little overrated. Yeah. It's, it's fun, but. It's a cult classic, uh, I'd say. Duffy, what's his first name? Troy, Troy Duffy. Have you ever seen. Uh, that documentary about the Boondock Saints? No. Oh, you need to watch it. It might be on YouTube for free if you guys haven't seen it. Um, he he was on Corolla, Adam Corolla's show a while back, and he talked about the documentary and how he was like framed by these guys and set up, and it was edited to make him look like an asshole. It's like if you watch the clips, that's that's all you need, not how yeah. you edit it. You watch this guy for a minute straight and just see how much of an a asshole. Hole, yeah. Fuck Troy Duffy. I think he's an overrated hack that got lucky with fucking Harvey Weinstein so sorry that's my two cents on Troy Duffy yeah all right my turn all right here we go I'm gonna pop me up all right here we go oh stop is it uh Mandy Mandy is correct yeah (laughs) Uh, I heard like <laughs> eleven seconds. Can you keep? Can you keep my score too, or your score? Are you keeping score? Yeah. So you got twenty six the first. Here, I'm gonna keep playing this clip because it's so good. <laughs> I figured it, mine's a little easy to hard too. You guys haven't seen Mandy. Oh, it's so good. It's funny because <laughs> I was going to put. Be warned, it's rough. Yeah, I was going to put that on mine too. <laughs> This is how I felt the last four years with Trump in office inside. (laughs) So essentially, essentially, um, something really bad happens and. Nicholas Cage is sitting on the toilet drinking a bunch of uh, what is it whiskey? I think it's vodka. Vodka, just gulping it down and crying. <laughs> and the the shot is awesome. The shot's amazing. Tidy whities and a little back like, and a orange shirt that's room, way too tight. Right orange room, yeah. yeah, and it backs <laughs> up and p- pulses. It's crazy. All right, here we go, Isaac. Ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's see. Let me get rid of that one. Okay, ready. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting me on the flag, Ned. Pause. Of course, Klaus. It was my pleasure. That's like two. The game, Three. Like, all right. Uh, it's uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. And who is that? It's William Defoe and uh, Owen Wilson. So three. Right before Owen Wilson dies. <gasps> Spoiler alert. Robert. Life Aquatic. It's a good one. I, you know, the people that say, like, oh, Wes Anderson and the hipster shit. and It's his oh, style, and it's perfect. <laughs> I love okay, it. Okay, you just don't like that style. You can't knock how good it is. It, yeah, it's, he let's created Let's see you try that. to make, some, like, a Wes Anderson. Like, you can make a parody of it, but, man, the, some of the writing in that is so, so clever. Good, yeah. And it's, it's bright and, like, colorful and, like, it's like a stage play. It's some dark, some dark shit in some yeah. Wes Anderson. Like, Royal Tenenbaums, <laughs> it's pretty, it's some dark so. And and uh, Jar- isn't Jarling no Jarling Limited is somebody else? No, it's him. It is. Yeah, Jarling Limited is Darjeeling. Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, I go to bat for Wes Anderson all the time. I love that guy. Fuck the haters. All right, here we go. Number two for you. Right? Are you keeping score? I want you to be ready. Yeah. Good. Right. I am ready. Oh, a fucking ad. One second. The ad was really special, like my fudge stripes made with real original Keebler fudge. Fuck the Keebler elves. Oh, I was like, wait, fuck the Keebler elves. Why? 
love thy family. I don't know why, because they're interrupting. Okay, here we go. Right, Start over. Here we go. <laughs> Music is so familiar. Wait, you get looking. You're hot. It's like looking in a mirror, only not. Oh, I would have got it by, by now. I don't, I don't know. If I would have got it from Pop. Oh, you're good that looking. It's between us. Okay. But you were. In a coma? Nothing like having your face cut off to disturb your sleep. Read the newspaper lately? Pause. Is it um the uh oh my god, what's it called? Um Reservoir Dogs? Uh, you wanna keep going? No. I don't know it. I don't I've never I don't think I've seen this. If you've never seen this, I'm quitting the podcast right now. That's it. That's that's it. Beats paying the bill. Because there's a lot of people going out. I know it. If a facelift costs five grand. Face. See anything? Face oh. off. Oh, I haven't seen that in. Oh my god. I don't even. know. I thought you'd get that one easy. Oh. Nicholas Cage. No. Yeah. Nicholas Cage and and uh, Travolta. Mm -hmm. So the moment yeah. he finds out, they're supposed to be in talks of doing another one with them, possibly. See, I really I. How? What? Do I get zero. You get zero points. Well, or no. I guess you get the total amount. <laughs> we'll get. We'll do. Uh, do a minute. So sixty. Maybe that'll be like the the penalty. If you don't get it, it's just automatically sixty seconds. Gone. I thought you 60, gone. There you go. <laughs> it's not the next movie for mine. All right. All right. My turn. All right, here we go. Here you go. Like five seconds off. The lighthouse. Yes. <laughs> Can I continue it? Cause there's yeah. <laughs> but how many? How many did I get? Five seconds. No, it was more than that. Ten. <laughs> I was like, what pirate movie is William Dafoe in? Dance, <laughs> dance. I love it. Dance. Fucking love Robert Pattinson in this. <laughs> I saw him, I saw Robert Pattinson in a cologne commercial the other day. I don't remember what it was, and whew, man, he's a hottie. Oh, man, yeah, I was steaming up in there, man. It's it just the like that movie proved his acting worth right there. Like just the ability to lose your go to, shit and go to toe to toe with William Dafoe, who oh, yeah. one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. Like, well done. Robert. So good. And I like his name. He's got a good name. Yeah. Right. So I got like 10 seconds on that one. Yeah. All right. That was that, that got me for a second. All right, here we go. Here's yours. It might be an ad. Let's see. Nope. Here we go. This one. Okay. I'll, I'll preface this by saying this one was supposed to be my hard one. I thought you'd get face off, but this is the hard one. Mr. Swanson, don't forget to drink plenty of water with that. Hi. Excuse me. Hi. I'll be right with you, sir. Hi. Hi, I need a refill of this. I don't have a prescription. Sir, please um, don't you turn. I know, I know, but this is an emergency. Hi, hey, buddy. Ever heard? I have two in my mind. Is it leaving Las Vegas? Negative. Or is it bringing out the dead? No. Fuck, I don't know. Well, then. I keep going because it's only 19 seconds so far. Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you pissed blood? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm sorry. I, I really need it. Thank you. Yes. You're Thank on the right track. Thank you. Oh, you see, there's no, a theme I, I, of Nicolas Cage movies. Do you have a prescription? Well, no, but see, my, my doctor, my shrink, he gave me these, and they're, they're samples of... Darn it. I, I can't remember the name. It's, oh, Prefix. Prefix something. I, I, I'm sorry, sir. Without yes. a prescription, no. there's nothing... Okay, sorry, but you see, I, I, I don't think I've seen it. Matchstick Men? 
No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you gotta watch Bash. It's a good movie. It's a good one. I like that's a very underrated. Great twist at the end. Uh, dude, Sam Rockwell, fucking being Sam Rockwell, just awesome. So yeah, I lost big time. I gotta be easier on you next time. I'm sorry. The, you got the first one pretty quick. I've seen. I've only. Seen, I should done like The Rock. Yeah, I've only seen like that, and then Con Air, obviously. But I've I've only seen more of like his recent stuff, like Get National Treasure. I like you're bringing out the dead though. That was a nice. Poem. Yeah, I, li- I like that. That would have been really hard. I, I don't weird. I don't know that movie that well. It's a weird movie. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, that was fun. Sweet. You got another song to. Yes, I do. Put us out on. Well, I do. You got anything else to talk about? No. That's um, it. Thanks for everyone for listening. Um, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to our Jordan Pundick episode with from Newfound Glory. It was awesome. Yeah. Hopefully we have him back on soon. Um, check us out at sososcrutiny.com. Uh, I'm sorry, your pod down. There you go. You could be kind of loud, too. Go ahead. If this is worth my time, nice. Starting line because somebody's gonna miss us, that's what the song's called because we're leaving now, you know. Oh, nice. Uh, sorry, I wasn't on that. Uh, Instagram, social scrutiny, podcasts, and Facebook, all that jazz. Just look us up. Our personal accounts are the Stocksy and Robert Arthur Main. Please follow my Ram Art Media account too, if you don't mind. I got some cool videos up there. Uh, we got some stuff oh we have a still have a contest still waiting dj rat i'm gonna give you all the clues other than as many clues as i can give you without telling you the actual phrase so the dj rostar episode it's at the very end it's in between two songs i say it it's three words it's a song title okay, that. that's a new that's a new hint song title from one of our favorite bands Please, someone. I feel so, <laughs> it makes me so, so sad that no one has gotten my little contest thing yet. We'll have to really push it. We have been. We've been giving him. Oh, yeah. We did push it. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's get out of here. I got to go do another podcast. Yep. I'm Corey. <laughs> What's are, your name? Are you? Mm-hmm. I'm Robert. So, so it's your new podcast. <laughs> See you guys. Later.